I do talk a lot about just even people pleasing and my story of how I was so disconnected from what I wanted Mm. that it took me down like a completely different path than what I had envisioned my life to be, you know, about how it started back when I was uh, just young and taught to say yes to everyone else, but myself and took me down some crazy paths. Yeah. Welcome to the True Elegance Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bumiya Kikube, also known as Dr. B. Through solo episodes and guest sessions, we delve into the timeless qualities of style, grace, and sophistication and uncover what makes you truly elegant. So sit back, relax, and let's get started on this empowering journey of becoming truly elegant. Hello, Elegant Tribers. This is the True Elegance Podcast, where we show how our inner radiance brings out the elegant confidence that we see on the outside. And with me on the show today, I have a business, money, and mindset coach who ignites new coaches to step into their zone of genius and create thriving coaching businesses using simple strategies. She's also into personal growth and development, having walked through a journey, which she'll be sharing with us today, um, involve people pleasing and other things to grow into the confident, elegant woman that she is today. Please join me in welcoming Amy Sanders. Welcome, Amy. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. So I'm excited for our topic and I'm just looking forward to our time together. So it's an honor. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so let's kick it off by maybe just um, talking about the basics. So this is the True Elegance show. What does that mean for you? How do you interpret that um, in your everyday life? Okay. I First of all, I love what you're about because a lot of people think elegance and they think like all the shiny things, the fancy jewelry, the fancy clothes. And although that might come across as elegance, you are totally right that it starts from within. And so when you told me that's what you're about, it's like, yeah, that is where it starts. And if you don't have that, you're not going to feel that. So for me, I'm right in alignment with you. Like, yes, it starts by speaking your truth. It starts by knowing who you are and knowing your worth. But sometimes those are hard to find or those are hard to live in. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, that's true. Sometimes it's hard to live in or sometimes it's a journey that we all are constantly on and just growing and getting better at it every day. Will you Mm -hmm. say that's the same for you? Like um, how, how have you been able to grow into this awareness? Yeah. So yes, it is the same for me and it is an ongoing thing. It's something that's never done in my opinion. (laughs) You you always have work to do, right? Right. The, the, more you grow, the more you realize that there's more to grow. But as we do start to fall in line with who our who we are and who our values are, and we start to really live from our truth, then we are becoming that better version, that more elegant version of yourself of ourselves. And that's for me. Uh, can I talk about my people pleasing yet? <laughs> <laughs> sure, let's so dive right in. <laughs> let's dive. That's how I like to roll. I like to dive right in. Uh, because that is ultimately what, where everything started for me was 
at a very young age, I was taught that basically my voice didn't matter. So don't speak up. If someone asks me something, just be agreeable, you know, and I, I know that the way I was taught was because the people who taught me that did the best they could with what they had. So it's not like I have any resentment around that, but at a very young age, I was, you know, I was ambitious. I was excited for life. I, I do have a big personality, which you can probably feel, but, um, <laughs> I was taught to just really shh, be quiet and always say yes to your elders. And that means anyone that is even a year older than me, they are my elders wow. say yes to them. It does not matter how you feel. You just be tough and say yes. And so, and if I do ask for something, I would get in trouble. So I really got scared of asking for what I wanted at a very young age. So fast forward a few years, I am so far away from what I know and feel good to be for me that I said yes to marrying someone that I had only been dating for three weeks. Wow. <laughs> That's and the first I'm hearing. <laughs> and I like, yeah, I like to tell that story because I'm like, when he proposed to me, I was shocked. I was like, wow. we have been dating for three weeks, right? <laughs> I was like, what is even happening? But I also, my body was my, my stomach was in knots. My heart was like just burning my and pounding. And it wasn't because I was so excited. It was like, Cause my entire body was like, no, 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 no. You can't marry this guy. He's not right for you, but I didn't want him to feel bad. Okay. And so what I said was, did you ask my dad? So as he's on his knee, I'm panicking, leaving him on his knee. And I'm like, did you ask my dad? <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah. And I'm thinking, how could he ask my dad? It's only been three weeks. You know, right. how did my dad, why did my dad like say yes? <laughs> and wow. so yeah. He's like, yeah, I did. And he said, yes. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So that's how I answered one of the most important decisions you can ever make. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like that. And so I'd like to tell that story because that is where I was. That's how far away from myself and my mm. own, you know, if you want to call it elegance or truth, whatever, right. like that is how far away I was from me. And I got married. Guess what? It was a bad decision. <laughs> oh my goodness. We we had a really rocky marriage. We had three kids. Um, it was really hard. 11 years of like just unhealthy, toxic, all the things. And finally coming away from that, it's like, I had to start looking at me and saying, okay, what, what do I want? Right. What am I worthy of? Who do I believe me to be? You know? So, um, I call myself a recovering people pleaser. Cause I think a lot of women can relate to where we just say yes. And sometimes we get so good at saying yes or saying no to ourselves, basically mm -hmm. what we really want and desire that we don't even recognize who we are, what we do want. Right. Wow. That is a very touching story. And, um, I, I just can't imagine was the proposal private or public? <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> um, it was private. If because it would have been public, it would have Your mind was like, what three weeks? Like, what have we even done? Or oh, what yeah. are we doing? I know. And I mean, this is, so I was also dating other guys. So let's just note that. So when I told my friends and my family that I was engaged, they asked to who? Yeah. They asked to who, and they're like, Oh, so, but that is just like, 
that was how far away I was from me, you know, is that I didn't even, I didn't want him to feel bad more than me listening to what my whole body was telling me that, no, this is not a good decision. You don't feel good about this. I had all of the signs because your body will talk to you. Mm -hmm. Your body will speak to you. Your heart will speak to you if you listen. Well, I wasn't listening. I was like, oh, okay. And so, yeah, it was luckily private because I left him on that knee for a while, (laughs) but yeah, such a, just, I look back and I can't believe, you know, I had all the signs, but I was so caught up in pleasing other people that I betrayed myself completely by marrying someone I shouldn't have. Right. That's definitely, you know, self-betrayal. And, you know, many of us still struggle with that these days wanting Mm -hmm. to please others, even the impact that has even on social media and all that, like these are even random people that don't know you or maybe might not care about you tomorrow, but you care so much about showing up for them than yourself. And that really hurts at the end of the day. Wow. So what was that turning point for you? At what point or was there an incident or something that happened that made you start thinking more about yourself and what you really wanted? Well, yeah, there was a lot of things that happened along the way, but I would say the most um, profound thing that happened to me was as I was, when I was in this marriage, I would look at other people's relationships and be like, there's so much, there's way different than mine. Why? You know? So I'd ask myself and like, why is that so different? Or why is this acceptable the way he's treating me? Really? I was allowing it. If I look back at being true to me, I was allowing him to mistreat me, but I didn't know it, you know? So there was things I would see that were like, whoa, but the most profound thing was after I had three kids, my two younger ones are boys. And I remember just sitting there thinking, I don't want them to think that this is how a woman should be treated. Hmm. So it wasn't even me being strong enough for myself to get out. It was me looking at my boys and my daughter. I didn't want my daughter to settle thinking that this is okay. Right. And so it was really like the love that I had for my children where I was like, okay, well, I have to break the cycle. And when I started looking into generations and, and, you know, different things, like it was definitely a cycle of women in my family allowing to be men to mistreat them. And then also his family, men were totally accepted by mistreating women. And so I was like, I don't want my kids to think that this is okay or right. And so I have to be strong enough to get out, even though it's scary. It's so scary. Hmm. You know, you're changing. I had to walk away from two businesses. I've always been an entrepreneur. So I like, you know, had different things going on. I had to walk away from two businesses. I had to leave the city where all my friends were. Um, A lot of relationships were lost. My religion was against divorce. And so I was judged that way. And I mean, it was a really, really big, scary, life-changing event for me. But I also was like, I I know, like when I started listening to myself, I was like, I know that I can't be unhappy forever. Right. And nor do I think that my God wants me to be unhappy forever. And more importantly, I mean, I don't know if this is more importantly, because I think I'm important too, but I don't want my kids to think this is okay either. Right, right. Wow. And so, yeah, the kids, the kids get you sometimes. (laughs) Thank you, kids, you know. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah they were yeah and like you said they're seeing and watching everything and imbibing it all whether directly or indirectly and those things actually have a more lasting impression on kids than we sometimes know yeah yeah so while you were going through all this what who did you have for support like how how did that journey go you know um not necessarily delving too much into (laughs) your private matters but um you know in that journey what do you think helped for you to continue growing and being more true to yourself yeah uh the thing that helped the most was I would surround myself with people who lifted me up even if they didn't quite know the story that I was living in that moment you know that Mm -hmm. I was going through that change, I would surround myself with people who loved me. Mm -hmm. And some of these people, I was a fitness instructor at the time. And sometimes it was people in the fitness class, even though I was the instructor that they, they were grateful for me. They wanted to compliment me or whatever. And I was so far away from that, like a compliment went really far. So, so depleted in that area. And so I would surround myself with people boosted me up. But another thing that I did was I really continued to ask myself, what do you want? Hmm. And I would sit and wait for the answer. Like, what is it that I want? Right. And then I would ask myself, do you believe that you're worthy of it? And you know, the answer was like, yeah, well, I am worried about it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what can I do today to be in alignment with what I want and what feels good to me and not from a selfish place. Cause I think sometimes people are like, Oh, well that's so selfish. I was like, no, it's not. You're, you know, especially as females, like we love to give of ourselves. We love to help other people. We love to connect like that. All that is there, but it's when we aren't being true to ourselves that it creates a problem, you know? So authentically asking myself those questions were really helpful. And then reading books. I mean, I read, I read so many books that were like, no, you can, you know, all the self-helps, like you can do this. Okay. I can do this. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That is so inspiring. And yes, definitely. um, Self-care is not selfish, like they say. (laughs) And many times self-care comes in so many forms because if your mind, body, and everything is not in the right place, there's no way you can bring your true self and your best self to whatever you're doing, whether it's at work, parenting, you know, coaching, whatever it is, what, what, what is going on on the inside of you can weigh you down if you're not really addressing it fully. So those Mm -hmm. are profound questions, you know, as, and I think as women, we need to ask those questions more and more often, like, who am I? What do I want? And how can I get there? Who do I need? What support do I need to get there? Is what I'm in right now serving me well? And if Mm -hmm. it's not, how else can I step out of this and make it better? Yeah. So, And I love that you brought up even asking for help because it's okay to have support. I actually think it's an amazing gift when you ask someone like, hey, I need you for whatever it is, you know? it gives them the opportunity to serve and that creates a stronger connection between the two of you too. So where can I get support or where do I need it? You know, all of those things are so important. Like staying in this place of receiving and understanding that it's okay right. can be a really helpful like way to live too. Definitely. Definitely. 
Wow, thank you. <laughs> so yeah. um, having been through that and walked through that, how are you passing that on to the younger generation now, you know, whether it's your kids, you know, your sons, your daughter, um, your clients, you know, how mm -hmm. how do you pass that on um, for them, hopefully not to go through similar experiences? Yeah. <laughs> I laugh because my daughter, <laughs> I mean, the poor girl, she is 18 years old and we are very verbal about anyone that she brings over the house. We're like, okay, so this is what we're seeing because you know, <laughs> people told me that there was red flags, but none of them wanted to speak up. And so, oh, yeah. um, one thing that I'm doing is I'm very honest with my children about everything, you know, some, some things it's not healthy to share with kids, you know, but, but for the majority, like I am very honest about my life, about how I yes. live my life, about what they can become, about who they are now. Um, and then showing them that they can change their life. So after I came away from that unhealthy relationship, I was totally this broke, struggling mom, barely making ends meet a lot of times, not making ends meet, but I was like, this isn't the end of my story. This is just a chapter. Right. This is just a piece of my story. And so I found beauty in that. And from there, I was able to go on. I remarried. We now have seven kids. So I had three. Now I have seven. And um, I've built like a beautiful life, something that I never thought I would have had back then. You know, so it's like you can be what I am sharing with them, I guess, is like showing them by example. Like you can be and do whatever it is that your heart desires. You just have to stay in alignment with it. And make sure you're checking in often enough to make sure you're, you truly are standing in that power. Wow. That's beautiful. <laughs> Seven you. kids, go mama. <laughs> I know it's crazy. I'm like, I did not plan on having seven kids. Another thing about life is you really don't know what's in store for you, right? right. I had no, I would never have guessed that I would have gotten remarried or had seven kids. Like that was never part of my plan, but you never know what your plan is. And so accept it too. just know that this is a journey, right? And you can find beauty along the way. Mm -hmm. There's going to be ups and downs and that's okay. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> so many nuggets right there. You know, I like some of the things you said, um, about it being a chapter in the book of our lives. You know, you can, you can flip to the next chapter if the chapter you're on is not working. <laughs> you can, yes. you can, you can improve it. You can keep working mm -hmm. on it, and mm -hmm. knowing that there are many pieces that are coming together to make the whole and true part of who you are. Um, yeah. I'm sure there are lessons and um, from every chapter that we can take to the next one. Totally. And we're the hero, right? Uh, well, we get to decide who we are in our story. And so it's like, do you want to be the hero? I know that I do. Hmm. We can play, be the victim. We can also be the enemy. You know, we can be whatever we want, but yeah. I choose to be the hero. Like, how am I going to rise above it Beautiful. and create an even better life? Beautiful. And the hero always comes out winning at the end of it because the yeah. playing the victim, it's, constantly having excuses and someone to blame for everything that happened but when you think of yourself as the hero not necessarily because you have all the weapons and the tools to win right there and then but because you'll find it 
and you'll fight it and you'll keep winning and moving on and getting better. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. So as we're wrapping up today, I was just wondering what are two, three tips you have to share with our elegant community about how to stay true to yourself, build your self-esteem or continue moving on in this confidence journey? Yeah. Uh, one thing I'd like to share is a quote that I heard a long, long time ago. I think I heard it in my early 20s or I read it in a book and it's stuck with me. And it is whatever the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. And so if we stand by that and think like whatever's going on in our head, if we don't like who we're being today, or if we're struggling, but you want more, more meaning whatever, like whether it's better relationships, even with yourself, whether it's some business you're building or, you know, health, whatever it is. If the mind can conceive it, we just have to believe it and we can achieve it. And so don't give up on yourself. You are a beautiful person. You have something to give the world that nobody else can. You are the only person that's going to be able to touch certain people. And so including you, right? So embrace that, welcome that and show up as that person. And you'll bless not just your life, but so many other people's lives as well. Oh my God. <laughs> that is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. What a beautiful way to wrap up our conversation today. Whatever your mind can conceive, you can achieve. Thank you so much, Amy, for being on the show today. And before we close out, I would just like you to share with our audience how they can stay connected with you beyond today's episode. Yes, I would love to. So you can find me on Instagram at Coach Amy Sanders. Sanders is S-A-N-D-E-R-S. And I also have a website with all my information on it as well, where you can find my podcast and different things. And that is also amysanders.co. So not com, C-O. And you can find me there. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And we'll be sure to stay connected. Keep being yes. the true elegant person that you are. And we pray for strength for you through the many, many more chapters of your amazing life. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. Be sure to subscribe so you'll be the first to be notified of every new episode. Leave a review and share this podcast with that elegant lady in your life. This is a space where we can come together to empower and inspire each other and live feeling elevated and enlightened. See you in the next episode.